The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of Divine Spirit. So this morning, um, it's important that you understand that we asked Reverend Tony's permission to come and speak with you this morning. And he did agree, and we need to touch on the events of the past 24 hours because we have come forward and we have talked to you about similar events in the past. And we want to go back to one event that occurred um, at the first of the year, our annual time when we come and we chat with you guys about the year in preview. And during that particular event, um, we did come forward and we said very clearly to you at that time to be aware something traumatic was going to occur. And when we say things like this to you and we talk about the future events, we want you to be really clear about how it is that appears for us because really what we're doing is we're seeing, feeling, looking at the energy coming forward and the way that it appears to us is really looking at the horizon through a very thick fog. So you kind of know what's there you can kind of make it out, but you're not 100% certain. It could very well be, uh, if we're using that same analogy, we could be seeing a tree or a telephone pole. It's just that thick of an energy as it's coming into the spiritual realm. So what we said to you was there was a traumatic experience that was going to occur sometime during the summer, but probably before the fall. Here we are. And we can no longer remain silent about these, and we're not going to. And we want to be very, very clear that we know and we recognize that we're preaching to the choir, so to speak. All right? But here's where we are today. And I'll ask for everyone's, I'll ask for everyone's tolerance because we're not going to pick on gun ownership. We're not going to pick on political affiliation. We are going to pick on common sense and lack of. We are going to pick on the lack of respect of people that, for some reason, some way, appear different than we do. Look, at the end of the day, my good friend, Pastor, Pastor Bill, is here, and he asked me to sign some paperwork to help him along with something, and I, and I did that. And Pastor Pastor William, Master William, belongs to a different organization than ours, right? And what we were talking about was, and the reason I was so willing to help him out is because, A, I love him, and B, because it doesn't matter what organization he belongs to. It's all coming from the same source. Two pieces came to me, came to me this morning. 
that we wanted Reverend Tony to address. One is scripture, we know you all know it, because everybody goes, oh yeah. Faith without works is dead. The other is from the Science of Mind textbook, Dr. Holmes. When he talks about doing your treatment, doing it centered in faith, and then acting as if. Time for prayer is over. Source has heard your prayers. Source is beginning to incorporate your prayers. That's not the issue. The reason these things keep occurring is because not enough people are taking action. And so we implore you today, today, not tomorrow, get on the phone, leave a message for your most senior government official, for sensible gun ownership. And the next time you hear something that comes across as white nationalist, as racist, as homophobic, as, what's the term for ladies? Sexist. Sexist, thank you. You know, for us it's all one. You get on the phone and you call your most senior public official. They need to understand that the time for prayer and discussion and sweeping stuff under the rug as if it's no big deal has come to an end. When we can sit here eight months in advance and tell you what's coming, and that's what occurred, this is a big deal. This is an energy that must be addressed. This is an energy that's going to start playing out until all of us that go I don't know what to do, start doing something. You follow that? Until we all start doing something. So I don't want to hear any more justification of any public official that says something racist, sexist, homophobic, and all the other stuff out there and say, well, that's just the way they are. And I really don't want to hear, well, you know, there's only one mind. Part of, part of us exists within them, yes. At the subatomic energetic level, that is spiritually true. But let's be abundantly clear. That part that exists as the same is pure loving energy. And how we choose to express that loving energy of source is our individual call and is based on how our minds and experiences have been conditioned up to this point of our existence. And by God, mine has not been conditioned to sit back and allow this to continue without a call to action. We have to focus. They're saying these are not lone crazy gunmen. These are groups of individuals who have been taught from the time they were very little to the point of engaging in social media to think that it is okay to 
act out in this way. And it is not. Don't buy the lone gunman defense. There are groups of them. The fact that they don't live together or reside in the same state is not relevant. It is not relevant. It is still a group. And no matter what, let go of this term of mass shooting. It is not mass shooting. It is domestic terrorism, plain and simple. Let go of this idea, and you, we have said this to you time and time again. 29 people, it wasn't just 29 people that lost their lives yesterday. In less than 24 hours, 29 mothers and fathers, 29 fathers and sons, 29 mothers and daughters, nieces and nephews, good friends, congregants. These are not casualties of the mass shootings. This is our community. And we may not be physically present at the locations these occur but we are definitely spiritually aware. Being spiritually aware calls on us now to make sure that our faith is not dead, that we treat and move our feet, and that we begin intentionally calling out publicly, not on Facebook, let Facebook go, not on Instagram, none of that, letter after letter after letter after letter to your government representatives. It is not okay. We're just checking. We have to make sure. I apologize for, who's, who's here new? Anybody here for the first time today? Sorry, you two. They, they sometimes do this to me. Okay. Am, are we clear? You think we're all on the same page? Yeah. Is it too much to ask? No. Okay. Change will occur. It will occur with each of us. Believe it or not, we know we can do this and still get through our series of being a superhero. That's really what we wanted to bring your, to your attention today. And it was more of a serious subject than what we had prepared for you. Okay? And what we had prepared for you is this, is, is truly just an invitation. Let's, let's all just take a moment and breathe before we dive into this. And just see love. Love to everyone involved that was impacted. 
just know that they know love because of you. Breathe. Back in. Okay, so we've prepared an invitation for you, and we're going to invite you this morning to begin living your journey from a point of awareness, a limitless knowing where you know like you know like you know, your every vision, thought, word, and deed contains all that it needs to manifest as your external journey. Know that. A state of consciousness where you are certain that your vision, your thought, your word, your deed contains the same energetic building blocks of the whole of the cosmos. Do you realize that your thoughts, your mental images that you hold within your mind in this very moment has the same creative power residing within it that formed the planet Jupiter, the Great Pyramids, Disneyland. Why, the only difference in that which is contained in your consciousness, divine consciousness, and the individual consciousness of the millions and millions and millions of other like vibrating spiritual beings who populate the human condition that created the pyramids, the Eiffel Tower, Disneyland, Taco Bell, is this. Here's the difference. All within the physical realm of existence began as thought and image absolutely void of doubt, fear, self-pity, resignation. This is just the way that it is. Our worry over what others might think. Walt Disney didn't internally doubt his vision for Disneyland after countless banks turned him away for financing. The team of architects and engineers, even Gustav Eiffel, who was the financier of the Eiffel Tower, were told repeatedly at the time, such a structure is just impossible to build. And of course, Yokiro Taco Bell. Do we need to say more? <laughs> Dr. Holmes wrote, life is infinite energy coupled with limitless creative imagination. It is the invisible essence and substance of every visible form. Its nature is goodness, truth, wisdom, and beauty, as well as energy and imagination. As well as energy and imagination. He said, our highest satisfaction comes from a sense of conscious union with this invisible life. All human endeavor is an attempt to get back to first principle, to find such an inward wholeness that all sense of fear, doubt, and uncertainty vanishes. <coughs> our highest vision comes from a sense of conscious union with this invisible life, finding such an inward wholeness that all sense of fear, doubt, and uncertainty vanishes. So again, we invite you to live your journey from a state of being, a point of awareness and knowing where you know, like you know, like you know, your vision, your thought, your word, your deed contains all that it needs to manifest within your external journey. Now, for those who, who choose this invitation, we understand 
that creating and living without doubt and fear, worry, or a host of other external false speed bumps to your good may feel like an insurmountable task. Almost, almost impossible. And we say to you, focus only on the limitless possibilities of your causative vibration and leave the impossibilities to all the others who resonate with doubt and fear with their causative vibration. Such nonsense is not meant for you. You have a substantially, substantially higher vision to manifest and thoughts to demonstrate. And once you have demonstrated this invi invitation to live your journey from that state of awareness of being the pure authority of your experience, you will begin to become aware, perhaps not immediately, perhaps a little over just a short period of time, that life is feeling a little easier. People will be a little friendlier. You're going to experience a cooperative and healthy body as the ongoing norm. And for some reason, all of a the sudden, there always seems to be more than enough abundance and prosperity within your journey to share and to spare. And of course, yes, you'll get the good parking spot going forward. Why? Because you have confidently placed yourself into the flow of life as first and only cause to every aspect of your journey as the vibration of your soul is presented as first cause. Void of fear, void of doubt, void of worry. And all that non-creative and non-powerful stuff that individuals literally hypnotize themselves with. Understand, it is your vibration your and manifestation that is guiding and leading you into the thrill of manifestation. And all that is supporting you is the creative energy and intelligence of source. So should you accept this invitation to create and live from this point of awareness, the awareness of only your divinity, that you cannot fail, you cannot stumble, you will live a journey where the universe has your back which is the title of our lesson this morning. The universe has your back. So for our parable this morning, we, we want to share a little prayer. So we're going to call it a prayerable. Wasn't that good? Yes, sir. <laughs> Here it is. Every once in a while, I like to give myself a pat on the back. At least three or four times a day. Here's the parable, prayerable. Dear God, please feel free to accept these words for yourself. Dear God, so far today I've done all right. I haven't gossiped or lost my temper. I haven't been grumpy, nasty, or selfish, and I'm really glad for, for that. I've neither worried nor doubted. Concern myself with the opinions of, nor concern myself with the opinions of others. I am overflowing with spiritual confidence. But in a few moments, God, my alarm's going to go off and I'm going to have to get out of bed. 
And from then on, I'm probably going to need a lot of help. Thank you. Amen. And the moral to our parable is this. Consistently living within the vibrational awareness and absolute knowing of your oneness with the divine is going to take some extra effort. It's going to take some extra effort, an extra intention, some true focus of our attention, laser focused on our intention. So such a vibrational awareness will take some time to shift the frequency of your being from where you are to where we know we can be. Even the master teacher Jesus had to take some time to shift his vibration to fully being on high with one. And we find this story in scriptures, if you recall, Jesus was baptized, right? He got his baptism, and from, from John, of course, and the spirit within him, this is the important part, the spirit within him drove him to the desert to fast and meditate for 40 days and 40 nights. And during such time, according to the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, Jesus was tempted by, you know who, to end his quest with three demonstrations. Three, create bread out of stone to relieve his hunger, leap from a pinnacle and rely on the angels to break his fall, kneel before the horned fellow, and in return for that, he would receive all the kingdoms of the world. Now look, we get it that scriptures are parables. We get it that they used metaphors to talk and explain to their congregations, to their ministries, what was occurring, how they were defining spiritual principles. So if we were to update this parable today into a new thought version, it might sound something like, See if you relate more to this. Jesus' monkey mind, with all its self-doubt and fear, was still active even after the practice of a powerful spiritual exercise. He recognized his consciousness required some reconditioning. And his intuition guided him to go deeper into his oneness with spiritual practice. So he decided to meditate and take a break for 40 days from life's distractions. And during his 40 days, this means from life's distractions, he didn't sign on to Facebook for 40 days. Could you imagine that? <laughs> he didn't check his Instagram account. He left his cell phone at home. He was committed to his process. He was committed to communing with source. So during his 40 days and nights, that quest to raise the frequency of his consciousness to the frequency of source, he had to release the fear that he would starve in the process. He had to release the doubt that the universe always had his back 
and that he was required in oneness to use the common sense that's involved in being at one with, with infinite intelligence and not be concerned about practicing a trade like everyone said he should do instead of following his simple bliss to share with the masses his unique idea at the time uh, concerning spiritual principles. Perhaps this is part of the reason the scripture states, or scripture states, Jesus said, I say unto you, ask and it will be given to you. Search and you will find, knock and the door will be opened. So we say to you, actively pursue your intention and your vibration will rise. Foster, foster thoughts and ideas, mental images that affirm, recognize and honor your spiritual authority in the here and now and you will cleanse your doubts and fears and you will resonate as the frequency of source. Huge difference. Michael Beckwith said, today refuse to see yourself as a recipient of negative vibration or as a victim or gross or gross influence of gross influence around you. Practice broadcasting the highest vibrations of your inner radiance. Practice the broadcasting of the vibrations of your soul. And remember all the while that the place upon which you stand is holy simply because you are standing there. I don't know where your mind was when you got here this morning. We're not sure what's going on right now in some of your journeys. You know, are there bills to pay? Love life not going the way that we want? Checking counts could be appearing a bit low. Or you're still burdened. events of the past 24 hours. No matter what, the ground you stand on is holy. The ground that you stand on is holy and sacred because you are a sacred being coming forward in the now to express your divinity. You are a sacred being coming forward in this moment with the pure intention your intention, meaning coming back to first cause of you, that source, God, spirit, wanted to express in, as, and through you into this physical realm with one intention, and that is to live your authority. Source wanted to come forward in, as, and through you, not for you to study scripture, heck, not even to study the science of mind, but for you to live in principle, to express in principle, to understand that there is no need for you to worry, to doubt, to fear, because the universe has your back. And every time we're faced with these life events that say, oh, this is something to be concerned about, right? This, this is something you have to address. Pay attention. Take a breath when those things occur. I love it. Most of you just went. 
That's okay. You can breathe now, too. When those events occur, take a breath. And understand something. Get clear. Begin saying to yourself positive affirmations such as, I am a sacred being on sacred ground, creating and experiencing only the sacred experience. End of story. There's always going to be stuff for us to worry about. There's always going to be stuff for us to maybe have fear over. That's life. That's going to keep happening. But we have a choice. We don't have to choose to live in fear and worry and doubt. We can choose to begin conditioning our consciousness to come into that same vibrational frequency that the master teacher had. Now, I can't personally guarantee you that I could spend 40 days fasting. I might make 2020. What I can tell you is that I can spend 40 days meditating. What I can tell you is that I can spend 40 days affirming how powerful I am. And if I catch myself going from affirmation to worry, then guess what? I know I didn't get the job done and I have to start all over, which means I'll know a whole nother 40 days. You mean that doesn't count? Because I already did, you know, that I was at day 39. <laughs> I was at day 39, things were rocking and rolling. Got that front parking space at Kroger every time. On that 39th day, I thought, they're never going to call me back. What did I do wrong? You mean I got to start over? Yeah. You know why? Because we love the set. We love the, love, love the, 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 the scripture. How's it? Help me out here. Faith of a mustard seed. You spend infinite. The thought of doubt is infinite too. So we have to restart the process. Thought is thought, energy is energy. Until we can claim and affirm for ourselves that my first thought is to go into an affirmation of my faith, an affirmation of my spiritual authority, an affirmation of how powerful I am and how grateful I am to be this expression of source, regardless of what's come up to me, until that is my first thought coming forward. I have work to do. And it doesn't matter if I'm at day 39. It doesn't matter if I'm at day one. I have to start the whole process over again. Esther Hicks said, instead of letting yourself go to where you want to be, you beat the drum of what is. And so you hold yourself apart from your expansion and you feel terrible while you do it. That's what's on your affirmation card. Look, if it's good enough to treat for, if it's good enough to pray for, it's good enough to beat the drum for. If it's good enough to, for you to say, I want this in my experience, it's good enough to work for. Bless you. We say this to you because we're back to this. 
faith without works is dead. We say this to you because we know how powerful you are. And our role in this journey is not to teach you that. Surprise! Our role in this journey is to assist you in unlearning all the stuff that no longer serves you. That's our role in this journey. And when I don't, we, we, I don't care what the parents did or said. We don't care what the teachers did. We don't care how rough you had, had it as a child. Those are heartbreaking, horrendous stories. We honor that. But we are very mindful and extremely care about where your thought resides in the now. Where do you reside in the now? And where you reside in the now is on holy ground. Got that? So when we can begin to shift and move from the consciousness of doubt and fear into the consciousness of knowing and being, that spiritual expression source, the doubt begins to dissolve, the fear begins to dissolve. And we begin acting as the sacred beings we are. Maya Angelou said, everything in the universe has a rhythm. Everything dances. Isn't that great? Everything in the universe has a rhythm. rhythm. Everything in the universe dances. And what we want you get to get clear about is this vibration and frequency that we're always talking about, this energy becoming into form, there is a sound to that, right? And that is the universe, the whole of the universe dancing with you, dancing with you. Some of you are doing the tango. Some are doing the labata. Others are doing the walk. Some are doing that dirty dancing thing. Regardless of the dance you choose, it's got a good beat if you just keep on dancing with it. Regardless of the dance you choose, it's going to allow you to enjoy the experience. That's what we want you to do. You know, Gwen referenced the, the series this month, and it is all about the series. This course is titled, You Are a Superhero, and you, I believe you are. And we're basing it on the book, um, You Are a Bad Derriere. See, I didn't say it on the podium. You're a Bad Derriere Every Day by Jan Sonero. And I want to share something that Jan wrote in this book. She said, Confidence is not something you need to acquire. It's already inside of you. It is you. You were born with all the confidence and self-esteem in the world. Beginning, in the beginning, you accepted yourself fully. Thoughts of yourself stopped at I am and only later grew into say, well, I screwed. I'm screwed this up because I can't do anything right. Any doubts or judgments or fears you have about yourself 
were learned over time. They are not the truth. They are just, they are just mental constructs. The truth is, you are perfect as you are. You were made to be the you that is you, and there is nothing wrong with the way to be you, because even if you try to be someone else, you're always being you. So breathe into your body, clear your mind, feel the life force that you are, and revel in the spectacularly unique essence that is you and only you. Out of the billions of humans coming and going all over time, there is, was, and will be only you. And that is worth appreciating. That is worth celebrating. That is worth loving. So don't run from your fears as they will follow you. If you run straight at your fears, they will get out of your way. And fears hate it when you do that. They hate it when you stand up to them. And here's what we want you to hear. We know every person in this room today have faced fears and doubts before in your journey. Thousands of times, you've stood your ground and you've achieved the desired intention. You've already attained superhero status when it comes to achieving the majority of what you wanted to achieve. So all we're suggesting to you is that for the remainder of the good that you choose to create and demonstrate, that you take that cape and those tights out of the closet and put them on. Stop beating the drum of what is and begin dancing to the rhythmic nature and song of your divinity. Do that tango. Do that walk. Dance with the divine. Consider the alternative if you don't. So I want to share something else that Jen said in the book. She said, when you feel frustrated or upset by a person or situation, remember that your reactions are not the truth about the person or situation. They are just your feelings about them. All you have to do is change your perceptions and you are free. Change your perceptions, and you are free. So we're going to come back to this. How do we change our perceptions? Well, we change our perceptions by knowing that I need to do that spiritual work. I need to set an intention for myself that any time I feel doubt or have a fear, it's not about the other person. It's really not about the other situation that I'm experiencing. It is a call to my higher self that is coming forward to say, do something. Do Not just do anything, but to do something powerful, to do something creative, to no longer accept the status quo as being okay, and to listen, to commune with that energy of source listen and commune to that rhythmic nature, to dance with the divine. 
have thoroughly enjoyed our time with you today. We are grateful that you allowed us to come forward and address the events of the 20, past 24 hours. And we are extremely grateful for your awareness that you are now a sacred being on sacred ground. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.